0: Canto fifty-two to fifty four of Book Two of the Ramayan of Balmiki, translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om 123 Canto fifty-two The Crossing of Ganga Soon as the shades of night had fled, uprising from his lowly bed, Rama the famous broad of chest, his brother Lakshman does rest. Now swift up the Lord of Light. And fled is venerable night. The dark-winged bird, the coil now, is calling from the topmost bough, and sounding from the thicket nigh is heard the peacock's early cry, Come across the flood that seeks the sea, the swiftly flowing Jarnaby. King Guha heard his speech, agreed, and called his minister with speed. A boat, he cried, swift, strong, and fair, which rada, wars, and MAN prepare. And place it ready by the shore, To bear the pilgrims quickly over. Thus Guha spake, his followers all, steered them at their master's call, Then told the king that ready manned A gay boat waited near the strand. Then Guha, hand to hand applied, With reverence thus to Rama cried, The boat is ready by the shore, How tell me can I aid thee more? O Lord of man, it waits for thee, To cross the flood that seeks the sea. O godlike keeper of thy vow, Embark, the boat is ready now. Then Rama, lord of glory high, Thus to King Guha made reply, Thanks for thy gracious care, my lord. Now let the gear be placed on board, Its bow-armed chief in mail and cast, Bound sword and quiver to their west, And then with sitter near them hide, Down the broad river's shelving side. Then with raised palms the charioteer, in lowly reverence drawing near cried thus to Rama good and true now what remains for me to do with his right hand while answering the hero touched his friend go back he said and on the king with watchful care attend thus far SUMANTRA, thou wast guide now to Ayodhya town he cried Hand seek with living steeds and car on foot the wood that stretches far sumantra when with grieving heart he heard the hero bid him part thus to the bravest of the brave Ekshaku's son his answer gave in all the world man tell of not to match thy deed by hero's wrath thus with thy brother and thy wife troll-like to lead a forest life to meet reward of fruit repays thy holy law thy satan-like days thy tender soul thy love of truth if war like this afflicts thy yield, thou roaming under forest boughs, with thy dear brother and thy spouse, shalt reach a mead of glory gain, than if three walls confessed thy reign. Sad is our fate, O Rama, we, abandoned and repelled by thee, must serve as Charles Kaike's will, Imperious wicked born to yield. Thus cried the faithful charioteer, as Ragusan in reed his peer was fast departing on his road and long his tears of anguish flowed but rama when those tears were dried his lips with water purified and in soft accents sweet and clear again addressed the charioteer i find no heart my friend like thine so faithful to ikshaku's line still fast in view this object keep that never for me my sire may weep for he the world's far-rolling king is old, and wild with sorrows ting With love's great burden, worn and weak, deem this the cause that does I speak, whatever the high-souled king decrees, his loved Keke's heart to please. Here be his order what it may, without dimmer, thou must obey. For this alone great monarch's reign, that never a wish be formed in vain, then, O Sumandra, well provide that by no check the king be tried. Nor let his heart in sorrow pine, This care, my faithful friend, be thine. The honoured king my father greet, And thus for me my words repeat. To him whose senses are controlled, untired till now by grief and old. I see the Luxman sorrow not, O monarch for our altered lot. The same to us if here we roam, Or if Iodia be our home. The fourteen years will quickly fly, THE HAPPY HOUR WILL SOON BE nigh, WHEN THOU, MY LORD, AGAIN SHALL SEE, LAKSHMAN, THE MATAL DAME, AND ME. THUS HAVING suited O CHERYATIR, MY FATHER AND MY MOTHER DEAR, LET ALL THE QUEENS MY MESSAGE LEARN, BUT TO KEKE CHIEFLY TURN, WITH LOVING BLESSINGS FROM THE TREE, FROM LAKSHMAN, SITA, AND FROM ME, MY MOTHER, QUEEN KAUSHELYA greet, WITH REVERENCE TO HER SACRED FEET, AND AT THIS PRAYER OF MINE, O KING, Send quickly forth and Varad bring, And set him on the royal throne, Which thy decree has made his own. When he upon the throne is placed, When thy fond arms are round him laced, Thine aged heart will cease to ache With bitter pangs for Rama's sake. And say to VARAT, See thou treat the queens with all observance meet. What care the king receives the same, Show thou alike to every dame. Obedience to thy father's will, Who chooses thee the throne to fill, Will earn for thee a store of bliss, Both in the world to come and this. Does Rama bade Sumantra go, With thoughtful care instructed so? Sumantra all his message heard, And spake again by passion head. Oh, should thee feeling in inart, The speech by fond devotion taught, Forgive whatever I wildly speak, My love is strong, my tongue is weak how shall i if deprived of thee return that mournful town to see where sick at heart the people are because their rama roams afar war will be theirs too deep to brook when on the empty car, they look as when from hosts whose chiefs are slain one charioteer comes home again this very day i win his food forsworn by all the multitude thinking that thou with hosts to aid art dwelling in the wildwood shade the great despair, the shriek of war, they uttered when they saw thee go. Will, when I come with none beside, a hundredfold be multiplied? How to Causelia can I say? O queen, I took thy son away, and with thy brother left him. Well, weep not for him, but thy war despair. So false a tale I cannot frame. Yet how speak truth and grieve the dame? How shall these horses flit and bold, whom not a hand but mine can hold? Bear others want a the car wherein ikshaku's children are without thee prince i cannot know. i cannot to ayodhya go then day no rama to relent and let me share thy banishment but if no prayers can move thy heart if thou wilt quit me and depart the flames shall end my car and me deserted dozen and raft of thee in the wild wood one foes are near when dangers check thy vows austere Born in my car will I attend, All danger and all care to end. For thy dear sake I love the skill, That guides the steed and curbs his will, And soon a forest life will be, As pleasant for my love of thee. And if these horses near thee dwell, And serve thee in the forest well, They for their service will not miss, The due reward of highest bliss. Thine orders, as with thee I stray, Will I with heart and head obey, Prepared for thee without a sigh, To lose Ayudhya all the sky, As one defiled with hideous sun, I nevermore can pass within, Ayudhya, city of our king, Unless beside me thee I bring. One wish is mine, I ask no more, That when thy banishment is over, I in my car may bear my lord, Triumphant to his home restored. The fourteen years, if spent with thee, will swift as light-winged moments flee, but the same years without thee told were magnified a hundredfold. Do not, kind Lord, thy servant leave, who to his master's son would cleave, and the same path with him pursue, devoted, tender, just, and true. Again, again, Sumandra made his varied plaint and wept and prayed. Ragu's son, whose tender breast felt for his servants does it rest. O faithful servant, well my heart knows how to attach and true thou art, hear thou the words I speak and know why to the town I bid thee go. Soon as Kaike, youngest queen, thy coming to the town has seen, no doubt will then her mind oppress That Rama roams the wilderness, and so the dame, her heart content, which proof of Rama's banishment. Will doubt the virtuous king no more as faithless to the oath he swore chief of my cares is this that she youngest amid the queens may see vereth her son securely reign over his ayodhya's wide domain for mine and for the monarch's sake do thou thy journey homeward take and as i bade repeat its word that from my lips thou here hast heard thus spake the prince and strove to cheer the sad heart of the charioteer AND THEN TO ROYAL GUHA SAID, THESE WORDS, MOST WISE AND SPIRITED. GUHA, DEAR FRIEND, IT IS NOT MEET THAT PEOPLE TRUNK MY CALM RETREAT, FOR I MUST LIVE A STRICT recluse AND MOLD MY LIFE BY HARMIT'S EARS. I KNOW THE ANCIENT RULE EXCEPT, BY GOOD ASCETICS GLADLY KEPT. I GO, BRING fig JUICE THAT I, IN matted COILS, MY HAIR MAY TIE. Quick, Guha hastened to produce for the king's son that sacred juice, then Rama of his long locks made, and Lakshman's too the HARMIT braid, and the two royal brothers there with coats of bark and matted hair, transformed in lovely likeness too to Hamid saints who loved the wood. So Rama with his brother bold, a pious anchorite enrolled, and obeyed the vow which HARMITS take, and to his friend King Guha spake. May people treasure Amish share, And fenced forth thy constant care, Attend to all supremely hard, The sovereign's task to watch and guard. Ikshaku's son, the good and brave, This last farewell to Guha gave, And then with Lakshman and his bride, Determined on his way he hied. Soon as he veered upon the shore, The bark prepared to weft them over, Impetuous Ganga's rolling tide, to lakshman thus the chieftain cried "Prada embark thy hand extend thy gentle aid to seat our land with care her trembling footsteps guide and place the lady by thy side one lakshman hard prepared to aid his brother's words, he swift obeyed within the bark he placed the dame then to her side the hero came next lakshman's elder brother lord of brightest glory when on board Breeding a prayer for blessings meet for priest or warrior to repeat. Then he and Carbon Lakshman bent, while placed their heads most reverent, their hands with sita having dipped, as scripture beads and water seeped. Farewell to wise Sumantra said, and Guha with the train he led. So Rama took on board his stand and urged a vessel from the land. Then, swift by vigorous arms impelled, her onward course the vessel held, and guided by the helmsman true, the dashing waves of Ganga flew. Halfway across the flood they came, when Sita, free from spot and blame, her reverent hands together pressed, the goddess of the stream addressed. May the great chieftain here, who springs from the best of kings, protected by thy care fulfil. His prudent father's royal will, when in the forest he has spent his fourteen years of banishment, with his dear brother and with me, his home again my lord shall see. Returning on that blissful day, I will to thee mine offerings pay, dear queen, whose waters gently flow, who canst all blessed gifts bestow, for trepated queen, though wandering hair, thy waves descend from Brahma's fair. SPOUSE OF THE GOD OVER floods SUPREME, THE ROLLING here THY GLORIOUS DREAM. TO THEE, FAIR QUEEN, MY HEAD SHALL BEND, TO THEE SHALL hymns OF PRAISE ASCEND, WHEN MY BRAVE LORD SHALL TURN AGAIN, AND JOYFUL OVER HIS KINGDOM REIGN, TO WIN THY GRACE, O QUEEN DIVINE, A HUNDRED THOUSAND FAIREST KIND, AND precious robes AND FINEST MEAL, AMONG THE BRAHMANS WILL I DEAL. A hundred jars of wine shall flow, When to my home, O queen, I go. With these and flesh and corn and rice Will I delighted sacrifice. Its hallowed spot, its holy shrine, That stands on these fair shores of thine, Its fane and altar on thy banks, Shall share my offerings and thanks. With me and Lakshman, free from harm, May he the blameless strong of arm, Receive Ayodhya from the wild, O blameless lady undefiled. As praying for her husband's sake, the faultless dame to Ganga spake, to the right bank the vessel flew, with her whose heart was right and true. Soon as the bark had crossed the wave, the lion leader of the brave, leaving the vessel on the strand, with wife and brother leapt to land. Then Rama does the prince addressed, who filled with joy Sumitra's breast, Be thine alike to guard and aid, in people's path, in lonely shade, do thou, Sumitra's son, proceed, Let Sita walk where thou shalt lead, Behind you both my place shall be, To guard the mighty dame and thee, For she, to war a stranger yet, No toil or grief till now has met, The fair Videhan will essay The pains of forest-life to-day. To-day her tender feet must tread, Rough rocky wilds around her spread, No tilt is there, no gardens grow, No crowding people come and go. The hero ceased, and Lakshman led, obedient to the words he said, And Sita followed him, and then came Raghu's pride, the Lord of Man. With Sita walking over the sand, they sought the forest bow in hand, But still their lingering glances thrill, where yet Sumantra stood in view. Sumantra, when his watchful eye the royalties no more could spy, Turned from the spot wherein he stood, homeward with Guha from the wood still on the brothers forced their way where sweet birds sang on every spray those cards the eye a path could find mid flowering trees where creepers twined far on the princely brothers pressed and stayed their feet at length to rest beneath a fig tree's mighty shade with countless pendant shoots displayed reclining there a while at ease they saw not far beneath fair trees a lake with many a lotus bright that bore the name of lovely sight. Rama his wife's attention drew, And Lakshman stood the charming view. Look, brother, look, how fair the flood, Glows with the lotus, flower, and bud. They drank the water fresh and clear, And with their shafts they slew a deer, A fire of boughs they made in haste, And in the flame the meat they placed. So Ragu's sons with Sita shared, The hunter's meal their hands prepared, Then counseled at the spreading tree, their shelter and their home should be canto fifty three rama's lament when evening rites were duly paid reclined beneath the leafy shade to lakshman thus spake rama best of those who glad a people's breast now the first night has closed the day that saw us from our country stray and parted from the charioteer yet grieve not thou my brother dear henceforth by night when others sleep, must we, our careful weasel keep, Watching for Sita's welfare does, for her dear life depends on us. Bring me the leaves that lie around, and spread them here upon the ground, That we on lowly beds may lie, and let in talk the night go by. So on the ground with leaves overspread, he who should press a royal bed, Rama with Lakshman thus conversed, and many a pleasant tale rehearsed. This night the king, he cried, alas, in broken sleep will sadly pass. Kaike now content should be, for mistress of her wish is see. So fiercely she for empire yearns, that when her at home returns, she in her greed may even bring destruction on our lord the king. What can he do in feeble eld, reft of all aid and me expelled, his soul enslaved sleep by love a trial, obedient to Kaike's call? As does meals upon his war And all his wisdom's overthrow, Love is, methinks of greater might, To steer the heart, than gain and ride. For who in wisdom's law untaught, Could by a beauty's prayer be barred, To quiet his own obedient son, Who loves him as Messiah has done. Varad, Kikei's child alone, Will with his wife joy the throne, And blissfully his rule maintain, Over happy Koshala's domain. To where single lot will fall the kingdom and the power and all one fails the king from length of days, and Rama in the forest TRAYS, whoever neglecting ride right and gain, lets conquering love his soul and chain to him like the surt's lot comes WAR with feet that tarry not. methinks at last the royal dame, DEAR Lakshman, has secured her aim to see at once her husband dead, her son enthroned, and Rama fled. Ah me, I fear, lest borne away, by frenzy of success she slay, kaushalya through her wicked hate, of me bereft, disconsolate. O her who I for me has striven, Sumitra to devotion given, Hans Lakshman, to ayodhya's speed, returning in the hour of need, with Sita I my steps will bend, Where Dundak's mighty woods extend. No Guardian has kaushalya now oh be her friend or guardian thou strong hate may vile kai, kai lead to many a base unrighteous deed treading my mother beneath her feet one word holds the royal seat sure in some antenatal time where children by cautiously crime torn from their mother's arms away and hence she mounts this evil day she for her child no toil would spare tending me long with pain and care now in the hour of fruit is she has lost that son O oh, woe is me o oh, lakshman may no matron ever a son so doomed to sorrow bear as i my mother's heart who rend with anguish that can never end the sarika methinks possessed more love than glows in rama's breast who as the tale is told to us addressed the stricken parrot DOES. parrot the capturer's tail AND tear while yet alone thou flutterest there before his mouth has closed on me, so cried the bard, herself to free. Reft of her son in childless WAR, my mother's tears for ever flow. Ill-fated, doomed with grief to strive, what aid can she from me derive? Pressed down by care, she cannot rise from sorrow's flood wherein she flies. In righteous wrath, my single arm, could with my bow protect from harm, Iodia's town and all art. But what is hero prowess walt? Lest breaking duty's law I sin, and lose the heaven I strive to win, The forest life today I choose, And kingly state and power refuse. THUS morning in that lonely spot, The troubled chief bewailed his lot, And filled with tears his eyes ran over, then silence sat and spake no more to him when seized his loud lament like fire whose brilliant might is spent or the great sea when sleeps the waves thus Lakshman consolation gave chief of the brave who bear the bow even now Ayodhya sunk in war by thy departure reft of light is gloomy as the moonless night unfit it seems that thou o chief shouldst so afflict thy soul it grief so with thou as heart consign to deep despair as well as mine. Not I, O Raghu's nor she, Could live one hour deprived of thee. We were without thine arm to save, Like flesh deserted by the wave. Although my mother dear to meet, Sertrugna and the king were sweet, On them, O heaven, to feed mine eye, Were nothing if thou wert not by. Sitting at ease, their glances fell Upon the beds constructed well. And there the sons of virtue laid, Their limbs beneath the victory's shade. Canto 54 For the Dwaj's Hermitage So there that night the heroes spent, Under the boughs that over them bent, And when the sun his glory spread, upstarting from the place they sped, On to that spot they made their way, Through the dense that round them lay, Where Yamuna's swift waters glide. To blend with Ganga's holy tide. Charmed with the prospect ever new, The glorious heroes wandered true, full many a spot of pleasant ground, rejoicing as they grazed around, with eager eye and heart at ease, On countless sorts of flowery trees, and now the day was half always When thus to Lakshman Rama said, Dear, dear, dear brother, TAN and I see near Prayag that smoke arise, the banner of our Lord of flames. The dwelling of some saint proclaims, near to the place our steps we bend, where Yamuna and Ganga blend. I hear and mark the defining row when chaffing floods to gather pour. See near us on the ground are left dry LOCKS by LEVERING woodmen cleft, and the tall trees that blossom near Saint Varadage's home appear. The bow-armed princes onward passed, and as the sun was sinking fast, they reached the hermit's dwelling set, near where the rushing waters met. The presence of the warrior scared, the deer and the birds, as on he fared, and struck them with unwanted war, then Vardwaj's caught they saw. The high-souled hermit, soon as they found, guard by his dear disciples round, calm saint, whose vows had well been wrought. Whose fervent rites keen side had barred. Duly had flames of worship blazed when Rama on the hermit gazed. His suppliant hands the hero raised drew nearer to the holy man with his companions and began declaring both his name and race and why they sought that distant place. Saint, the sirath children we, Rama and Lakshman, come to thee. This my good wife from Janak springs, the best of fair Bideha's kings. Through lonely whilst a faultless dame, To this pure grove with me she came. My younger brother follows here, Me banished by my father's will, Sumitra's son, bound by a vow, He roams the wood beside me now. Sent by my father forth to rove, We seek, O oh saint, some holy grove, Where leaves of hermits we may lead, And upon fruits and berries feed. When Vardvaj, prudent soul had heard the prince his tale unfold water he bade them bring a bull and honour gifts in dishes full and drink and food of varied taste berries and roots before him placed and then the great ascetic showed a cottage for the guest's abode the saint these honours gladly paid to rama who had deed strayed, then compassed set by birds and deer and many a hermit resting near the prince received a service kind and set him down, resourced in mind, Then Vardvaj silence broke, And thus the words of duty spoke. Kakusta's royal son, that thou, Hadst sought this grove I knew ere now. Mine ears have heard thy story, Sent without a scene to banishment. Behold, O prince, this ample space, Near where the mingling floods embrace, Holy and beautiful and clear, Dwell with us, and be happy here. By Vardhwaja thus addressed, Rama, whose kind and tender breast All living things would bless and save, in gracious words his answer gave. My honoured lord, this tranquil spot, fair home of Hamit, sweets me not, for all the neighbouring people here will seek us when they know me near. With eager wish to look on me and the Videhan dame to see, a crowd of rustics will intrude upon the holy solitude. Provide, O gracious Lord, I pray, Some quiet home that lies away, Where my vidya spouse may dwell, Tasting the bliss deserved so well. The Hamid, heard the prayer he made, A while in honest heart he stayed, And then in words like these expressed His answer to the chief's request. Ten leagues away there stands a hill, Where thou mayst live, if such thy will, A holy mount exceeding fair, great saints have made their dwelling there their great langurs in thousands play the bears amid the ticket stray wide known by chitrakuta's name it rivals gandamadan's fame long as the man that heel who seeks gauges upon its sacred peaks to holy things his soul he gives and pure from thought of evil lives there while a hundred autumns fled has many a saint with weary head Spent his pure life and won the prize By deep devotion in disguise. Best home I win, if such retreat Far from the ways of man be sweet, Or let the years of exile flee Here in this hermitage with me. Thus Vardwaj spake, and trained, In law of duty entertained, The princess and the dame, and pressed His friendly gifts on every guest. Thus to Prayag the hero went. Thus saw the saint preeminent, and varied speeches hard and said. Then holy night over heaven was spread, and Rama, took by toil oppressed, with Sita and his brother rest. And so the night, with sweet content, in Varddhaja's grove was spent. But when the dawn dispelled the night, Rama approached the anchorite, and thus addressed the holy sire, whose glory shone like candle fire. Well have we spent, O truthful sage. The night within thy hermitage, Now let my lord his guests permit, For the new home his grove to quit. Then, as he saw the morning break, In answer by the speak, Go forth to Chitrakuta's hill, Where berries grow and sweets distill, Full well I deem that home will sweet, thee Rama, strong and resolute. Go forth and Chitrakuta seek, Famed mountain of the varied peak, in the wild woods that guard him round, All creatures of the sage are found. Thou in the glades shalt see appear, vast hearts of elephants and deer, With seater there shalt thou delight, To gaze upon the woody height, There with expanding heart to look, On river, table, land, and brook, And see the foaming torrent rave, Impetuous from the mountain cave, Auspicious hill, where all the long, The lamp-wings cried a coiled song, Make all who listen gay, Where all is fresh and fair to see, Where elephants and deer roam free, There as a hermit stay. And of Cantos fifty-two, fifty-three, and 54